0: Hello and welcome to The Lauren Slade Show, episode 009. Today's topic is Reflexology Safe for Diabetics. Today we're going to talk about the idea of reflexology being unsafe for diabetics. We're going to talk about the different types of diabetes We're going to discuss whether there is any research into the area of reflexology and diabetes, and also I'm going to report on a research study that I carried out with students in Edmonton. I frequently hear people say, oh, I'd love to have reflexology, but I can't because I'm a diabetic. Now, I wonder where the idea that reflexology is unsafe for diabetics started. Let's first have a discussion on what diabetes is. Many people have heard of diabetes, but did you know there's more than one type? Type 1 diabetes is a disorder in which the body does not produce insulin, a hormone that aids in moving sugar from the blood to the cells. This type of diabetes can be due to a virus or autoimmune disorder, in which the body does not recognise an organ as its own and attacks it. In this case, the body attacks an organ known as the pancreas, where insulin is made. Those with type 1 diabetes are required to take insulin injections to move sugar from the bloodstream. This type of diabetes is usually diagnosed before the age of 40. Type 2 diabetes occurs when insulin that the body produces is less efficient at moving sugar out of the bloodstream. Some sugar is moved out of the blood, just not as effectively compared to a person with a normal insulin efficiency, and high blood sugars are a result of this. Diet, exercise, weight loss and possible medications are the treatment for this type of diabetes. Occasionally someone with type 2 may be placed on insulin to more effectively control blood sugars. Type 2 diabetes used to be thought of as the adult-onset type of diabetes. However, we're now seeing an alarming rate of children being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. So, as I said, some people believe that they cannot have reflexology because it is contraindicated or advised against. The truth is that there is a lot of research into the area of diabetes and reflexology. The first study that I'll mention was carried out at the first teaching hospital at the Beijing Medical University in China in September 1993. Thirty two cases of type 2 diabetes mellitus were randomly divided into two groups. One was treated with conventional Western medicine, a hypoglycemic agent, plus foot reflexology. The other group was treated with the pharmaceutical drugs only. After 30 days of treatment, fasting blood glucose levels, platelet aggregation and three other levels were tested. The study results that in the foot reflexology group the levels were greatly reduced, whilst no significant changes were observed in the conventional drug treatment group. The conclusion of the study was that foot reflexology was an effective treatment for type 2 diabetes mellitus. The second study I'll mention here was also carried out in China in the province of Shandong. In this study group there were 215 patients all diagnosed with diabetes mellitus. Their history of diabetes was 3 to 5 years for 27 patients 6 to 10 years for 132 patients and 10 to 16 years for 56 patients. There were 118 male and 97 females, and the ages ranged from 36 to 70. The hypoglycemic drugs were discontinued in mild cases and tapered gradually in severe cases. After one to six courses of foot reflexology treatments of 10 days each, here were the results. 130 cases, or 60.5%, became asymptomatic and normoglycemic. 80 cases, or 37.2%, were left with mild symptoms and nearly normal blood urine glucose. And only 5 cases, or 2.3%, stayed unchanged. Those figures seem pretty significant to me. And I'll just mention that the foot treatments that they received were in sets of 10 days. That's how the foot treatments are usually administered in China. 10 days of a treatment every single day and then a break for 10 days and then another treatment of a 10-day period. So that's, that's the way that they were treated with foot reflexology there and with pretty significant results. Now I'm a very curious person and I wanted to know if I could in any way replicate these findings of changes in the blood glucose levels. So I decided I would try out my own little research study. So on the 11th of April 2007 I carried out a very small study at the Universal College of Reflexology campus in Edmonton, Alberta. I was teaching advanced reflexology to a group of students and asked if they would like to participate in my study and they very enthusiastically agreed. The class was divided into two groups and I should just mention here that there were two RNs or registered nurses in the class who volunteered to supervise the correctness of the blood glucose testing protocols. We measured the blood glucose levels of group A, and each person in Group A then received a simple foot reflexology routine. Immediately after the foot reflexology was completed, we carried out a second blood sugar glucose test on Group A to determine if there was any difference. After lunch, we performed exactly the same tests on Group B. The blood glucose levels were measured, then an identical 15-minute foot reflexology routine was performed on them. Then again, immediately after that, a second blood sugar glucose test was given to each person in Group B. Here's what we found. For Group A, blood glucose levels were an average of 5.425, before foot reflexology, and 4.8 afterwards. That's a percentage difference of 11.52%. For Group B, the average was 8.4 before foot reflexology and 6.58 after reflexology. Now, this second group testing was carried out after lunch, so the food eaten was likely accounting for the higher numbers, but there were a couple of real surprises. One female student's blood glucose level was 11.0 before foot reflexology, And after 15 minutes of foot reflexology, the reading was 6.6. Another of the students, also female, was 11.6 prior to receiving foot reflexology and 7.7 after receiving 15 minutes of foot reflexology. What was surprising was that one of these students was in fact one of the registered nurses and she was absolutely speechless at what she just saw her body do. Now I know this is a really small and very insignificant study in terms of research studies but it certainly made a huge impact on all the students taking part in our tiny experiment. After that experience, I asked all my diabetic reflexology clients to test their levels before a reflexology session and again afterwards. And I advised them to always consult with their doctor regarding their medication. I'm happy to report that quite a few clients had their medications reduced or stopped entirely on their doctor's orders whilst I was giving them regular foot reflexology treatments. So what does all this mean? It means that there is a lot of information available regarding reflexology and diabetes, and that no certified practicing reflexologist should ever be afraid of offering foot reflexology to a diabetic. And as I said, always encourage the client to check with their doctor and to have very regular checkups to ensure that their condition is stabilized. For more information, please visit my blog at laurencelade.com. That's laurenslad dot com. And as usual, I'm going to give a shout out to those people who've liked my Facebook page. And there don't seem to be many as normal this week. So if you have been listening to my podcasts and you are enjoying them, please pass the word. Share on Twitter and on Facebook. Share with your friends, other reflexologists in your groups or chapters or associations that you work with. I'd be more than happy to have more people listening. The more people we have listening, the more we can spread the word about this incredible healing art of reflexology. So here we go with some of the names: Trevor Lee Whitehead, Gigi Bruna Erickson, Karen Meyer, Hazel Tyson, Vanessa Pickett, Libby Habbleton, and Sarika Manis. Please visit my facebook page it's www.laurensladeshow.com that's l-a-u-r-e-n-s-l-a-d-e-s-h-o-w.com and if you like the page i'll give you an on-air mention in an upcoming podcast episode please share these podcasts with your friends with your clients with your relatives anyone who's interested in reflexology we want to grow the group so thank you for listening and i'll talk to you next time bye-bye everyone